Welcome back for another episode of Dude, Where's My Drift? Thanks for giving us a listen, and if you're enjoying what you're hearing, like, subscribe, or drop us a review and help us grow. Want to chat with the cast, ask us questions, or get updates on episode releases and streams? Follow us on Twitter at DWMDPodcast. New episodes release every Monday, and we stream our recorded sessions every other Monday at 8 p.m. EST on on twitch.tv slash k-a-z-a-i-e-n. The intro and outro music is written and created by Adam Kelly at Lycanthropist on Twitter. Background music during the episode is created by Tabletop RPG Music, and you can find his work at patreon.com slash tabletop RPG music. And without further ado, here's the show. Spacefaring time traveling adventure, rocketing through the multiverse, powered by two power cores and drift engines attached to each other with by the finest bits and bobs of goblin engineering, most likely including super glue and duct tape. I'm Kay, the GM for this crazy adventure, and joining me as always are the five bravest souls to ever cross the river sticks in hopes of gaining wealth and notoriety, or at least a vacation. Uh, leading us off, we have a doctor with the philosophy of stab with needle first, record the effects after. We have Samly Aeolin, played by Double Doge. Hi. Next, we have the last action hero anyone will ever need, a quick quip always ready on their lips. We have Braino, played by Chupra Akata. To be fair, I don't have lips. Walking proof that hearing voices in your head telling you to taste test to get a taste test of every creature in the verse doesn't mean you can't still make friends. We have Simber, played by Kaz AI. It might be tasty, friends. You never know. Exactly. With a bottle of moonshine strong enough to strip the rust off a starship engine and vocal modulator ready to roar his name to the cheering crowds, we have Gator, played by Clue. Hell yeah, everybody. Well, love your mama. <laughs> and rounding out this team of meatbags, suffering suffering their presence simply by four circumstances and a need for employment, we have Treb, played by Subterran. Hello? Y'all doing alright? Doing alright. Yeah. Passable, passable. Absolutely. Very excited That's to be good. playing again. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> I have ham and beans, I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, done with work for the day. Don't have the chaos and nonsense. That is that bullshit level of life. You gotta play nerd games with my nerd friends. I'm happy. Yeah, hey, it's a great way to end the day. But uh, so for our recap of what happened last time, which because we were did have to miss our last dream due to a couple of folks feeling a little under the weather, it has been a month since we last played. So uh, Treb, how well do you remember what happened last time? Um, I took very detailed notes, which you'll hear, uh, it's three sentences long. I've got, we landed in a universe where maybe the Vesk won the silent war. We fought some Emerald Nazis, and now we're about to talk to ourselves. I mean, that sums up so much cleaner than what I usually do. I tend to ramble on these recaps. Okay, your character introductions are are second to none. (laughs) Thanks. I One, two, three, put four. three seconds of thought into them every week. I wrote six times, fuck Nazis, over and <laughs> over and over again. Just really big. <laughs> was, was, that your, was that your game notes or just your notes for the day? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes. 
it's both when you get right down to it. Because I mean, also Gator was raised by Grandmammy Brenda. Yes, <laughs> Grandmammy Brenda. I also have some notes here about the garden on deck four, but I don't remember if that was last session or the one before. Uh, Gator's that was last session. Garden. Don't you dare talk about it. <laughs> yes, we got a cool garden. garden. We got a cool garden. It's a secret. Can't say anymore. That at some point, you're going to walk up there one day, and it's going to be filled with something terrifying and horrible. It's Gator's hopes and dreams. It's going to be Gator. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's normal there. I'm talking like something extra terrible. You know? Gator sunbathing. <laughs> oh, God. You gotta get that cloaca colored. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> enough. Bad K, bad K. Hey, you almost make tomato soup come out my nose. Don't do this to me, man. I'm proud of it. <laughs> this was a family show. Oh, no, I definitely have a tagged as explicit for all the podcast releases. <laughs> Probably for good reasons now. I mean, let's face it. Before they were clear reasons. If Gator wants to bleach his cloaca, you let him be. <laughs> it's a personal choice, people. It's a personal preference, personal decision. We don't judge here. It's for Gator's personal health. <laughs> um, real quick before I forget, um, <laughs> Starfinder and all associated artwork, lore, setting, and the Drift Crashers Adventure Path are the property of Paizo Incorporated, and we are using it all with permission. Just have to get that disclaimer out, out all the time. But um, yeah. Oh. Edit point. <laughs> <laughs> no way, this stream in. Oh man, what a way to start the night, guys. <laughs> this is just the mood we need to start the night. Hey, um, editor K, if if you don't uh, if you don't mind, uh, maybe record it that time so that you can just like take that chop and put it at the beginning of every episode so that he doesn't have to say it every stream. I mean, to be fair, I usually record it in the intro for the episode as well. Because <laughs> I'm a masochist for myself or something like that. Oh, I think it was last week I straight up <laughs> Exactly. Uh, honestly, I should probably find a quite good thing for a clip. Anyway, so, <laughs> back on topic. Yeah, you're going to get a clip. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not getting... You're not staring at the ship anymore. <laughs> so back on topic um, yeah so after you guys defeated the Aslanti warship with the uh, your doppel twins aiding you by giving you some bonuses to hit to damage and things like that and doing a little bit of you know back, of smack talking around here and there um, they once again called the communists and asked if you guys would be willing to meet face to face to which I mean obviously Captain Dynamo is going to defer to you guys because you could stay no if you want but, yeah. To be fair, I don't face it. That's fair. That's a good point. <sighs> but if there's no one kind of hesitating about uh, doing a face-to-face meeting and at least one of you giggling maniacally about the concept of meeting yourself face-to-face, looking at you, Simber. Okay. Yeah, they will... Sorry. They will uh, pull their ship, the 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 Garrett, Garrett, up side by side and lock airlocks together, and they will prepare to come on board. Um, Dynamo, being the fantastic skittermander chef that he is, will you know he'll have his team all take rest breaks while you guys are kind of half going monitor goings on around you, but he will also prepare a nice little meal for you guys to uh, all sit down together with. And it'll be present over here on the map in A4, which is the uh, lounge area. But sure enough, coming on board, we do indeed have a group of five coming into our cargo bay here. Um, there's an Osharan, there's a Vesk, there's a Raxalite, an SRO, and a Contemplative. And trailing behind the Contemplative, there is a medium-sized drone. You guys want to let the drone on board, or just kind of not deal with that? Um, 
We don't want to be not hospitable. Can I roll an engineering check to try to identify what type of drone? Like what this drone's function is? Um, sure. That is a three on the die for a 12. Definitely um, a drone. That is definitely a drone. That'll be enough for you to know that, uh, one second, I'm pulling it up here again, what type of drone I decided on. It is indeed a combat drone. Okay. Seems to have a heavier style of armor than most like smaller drones you see with mechanics and has a nice big heavy laser cannon mounted on its shoulder, mounted under it. Uh, Arkel, the contemplative will kind of speak up from the back there. If you do not wish Breaker to come aboard, I will understand. We do not intend harmful measures to, so, but, well, I understand if you are concerned about meeting us and you do not wish, wish to have him present. So they're boarding our ship, right? Yep, they're beginning on board the Primorata. Okay. Oh, well, you are joining our ship, so I guess that there's more comfort to you coming here. We are not alone on our ship either. Very well. I will keep him remaining here in your cargo bay, but so he does not. He is not one for niceties, but thank you for allowing him to come aboard. And uh, at this point, the Simber with the group from this alternate reality comes stepping out straight forward to our Simber and is just looking you almost disturbingly up and down, detailed, detailed looks and considerations. I, I look almost disturbingly back up and down uh, along the same lines. I feel like the two gators are doing the Spider-Man meme, just pointing at each other. <laughs> a little bit. Um, Reaching into our wallets and pulling out pictures of Grandmammy and Brenda. <laughs> this is, she likes vanilla ice cream the best. It's the finest of the flavors. Oh, my Grandmammy, Brenda, she was all about that strawberry. She wanted that extra sweet tooth flavor. Smell my mind, other dater. <laughs> she weren't no basic vanilla loving bitch, you know. She spent all her days out <laughs> in the, out in the fields just uh Now, sir, sir, I won't I won't have you call my grandmammy friend a a basic bitch. That won't that won't do. And she'd have you go cut a switch immediately if she heard you say such things. Now, I ain't bad-mouthing your grandma, Mammy Brenda, I'm just saying. Gotta have a bit saying. more flavor in your life than just plain old vanilla. Both Clue and Gator put down his hand and beans at that moment. <laughs> Gator immediately having second thoughts. <laughs> oh, man, man, like Brenda, basic bitch. You're gonna get rocks, sir. <laughs> That's gonna happen. At this point, the alternate Treb just kind of shakes their head. Uh, meatheads. And they start kind of wandering out through the ship. Meatheads. I like that one. And uh, you can have the approaches you, Braino. Mm -hmm. Why are you wearing that mask? It contains my integrated heads-up display. This seems pointless why why do you need an integrated heads up display and you kind of you see him just his brain just kind of looks up and down like giant brain just wobbling back up a little bit to simulate i am you like your physique is unusual yes it is we don't this body shame here this is incredibly observant of you I do not understand. I mean, you have a stronger musculature. How? I do not understand how you could possibly be me and 
that looks so different. Indeed, I was considering much the same, especially that you seem to have outsourced much of your combat ability to a non-sentient robot. Breaker has a sentience. He is an AI. He just not doesn't have a soul as a more useless robotic individual may. Mm. Intelligence is a far point. more greater skill to acquire than brute force. That is debatable. However, it does seem that in our case, the timeline has diverged somewhat more significantly than with the others. And uh, your phrase of that's debatable, you just like, if he had eyes, they would just light up. And I am Archelaus 12. Come, we should do this debate. Follow. I, I'm told there are refreshments in, a, in an interesting area, yes. Indeed. We got a uh, pie punch in the back there. Pie <laughs> punch. Punch your pie. This, this is what it takes. Come on, Gator. I will say this. The alternate trap is going straight for the engineering bay. This trap will join them. Is it Arclus Brain? If you want to lead the way, they'll take, follow you down towards the lounge here. That's pointing them towards Food and Punch. Gator will go there as well. Simber, where would you and your doppel like to go? We're just going to quietly stare at each other until the room is empty. I think. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're going to leave Simber alone again. <laughs> well, I will remind that the uh, breaker, the the drone, is remaining here in the cargo bay. It is controlled by Archelaus, who's wanted off, but... That's fine. Okay. All right, and... Dr. Samley, the your counterpart, drew out his tricorder. And is absolutely running scans over all of you as you're all walking by, as you're all staring each other down and interacting and everything like that. And it's just fascinating. This uh, is fascinating. Yeah. Uh, my Sam, me Sam, uh, is doing the exact same thing. <laughs> and before he, uh, they probably, I guess, like eventually like end up on each other, like pointing <laughs> their tricorders at each other and just like curious. Uh huh. Doctor. <laughs> Tricorders, I see. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Do you have a medical or technological facility on the ship that we might better run more detailed scans? Of course. Any uh, gestures forward and they can walk out snail and snail. I'm suddenly having a terrifying mental image. And everybody else knows that they fall in love. (laughs) (laughs) We're all going to fall in love with ourselves. I was going to say, I'm I'm having a a, a mental image of a a slug version of Heinlein's All You Zombies, and it's really not a pretty sight. (laughs) So just for my sanity say here on this. I'm going to do a pseudo-combat tracker thing here. Okay. That way we make sure everybody, uh, just so everybody is getting turns without me overlooking anyone while things are going on and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So uh, here's a giant pile of dice about to fall here. You know, I love it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Alright, so um, we're going to be beginning with Arculus. So, Brayno, you and Arculus both make your way down to the leisure room, and he is just kind of floating along on his legs. You do notice, as he said, his drone does indeed remain back in the cargo bay, not advancing mm-hmm. with them. And once in here, he sits there, and once again, just continues, you get this overwhelming sense that he is just judging you immensely. What are you called? My public designation is Wow, player lost all English ability. <laughs> I'm called, I am publicly known as Brain O, although this is a common misunderstanding of my appellation, which is Brain Zero. 
But that is just such a bizarre and simplistic name. Brain zero? As in you have no zero brain? You are not intelligent? No, indeed not. It is a reference to my favorite piece of popular literature. The Amazing Brain. Issue Zero. The Origin Story. And with that, you see Archelaus just recoil slightly. A comic book? No. It is an illustrated novel. <laughs> Indeed, the average comic book, as you say, is only a few pages long, perhaps 24. An illustrated novel, or graphic novel, can be upwards of 60 to 100. In this case, the origin story is 120 pages. But what educational value has an illustrated novel? What knowledge is basis is this? It is not a for its educational value as such, not a simple case of academics, but rather what it teaches those who approach the strange and unusual how to accept them among themselves. He just like starts, you, he, like as much as someone without an actual mouth can sputter, is exactly what they start doing. This 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 is this is outrageous and ridic ridiculous. Graphic novels, illustrated novels, comic books—these are not a foundation for educational and material purposes. They teach no true value that you cannot gain from better understanding the philosophies and works of the great of the great writers and the Stoics. Yes, but such things are often terribly inaccessible. I find this to be more, how should you say, understandable by those who have lesser intellect. I do my best in my career as a security agent to be accessible by less advanced creatures. And as he prepares to unleash a tirade against you for being a security agent, among all things, we're going to move on to the good Dr. Samley. What are you up to up there in the medical bay? Uh, I think uh, the doctor uh, will begin. Uh, so, perhaps we should share our scannings and confirm that what we suspect is actually true here, because there seems to be definitely something strange occurring amongst us. Well, yes, I am not adverse to sharing sensor readings, but if what these sensor readings are revealing to us, I would feel that just scanning would not be an appropriate deep enough measurement to accurately gauge the truth of this matter. So you would recommend blood testing and further genetic sampling? Indeed, I would like, if obviously you and all the others do agree, blood and saliva and possibly skin samples as well, so we have various different ways to verify and reference. Uh, as he starts saying that, the doctor is already like going to like pull out like a kit, like sampling kit, and he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna like start sampling himself, essentially, to begin with. Ah, yes, of course. And uh, the alt family begins doing the same thing. Pulls out his own kit, begins to draw some blood, swab his, swab his cheek and everything. It is most interesting to be acquainted with myself. I mean, this is an opportunity opportunity that not many will actually be able to ever see and have happen in their lives. And that's to even include that our lives are even the same up to this point. We probably live drastic different experiences, yet we both seem to come out nearly in the same point of view. This is true, though. I would be shocked if our lives are entirely the same. Because, um, I mean, this is the whole concept of a multiverse is that every instance that happens spots off a new and different uh, reality and possibility. For example, where did you attend school at? Well, initially, I attended at Absalom, 
and then I've done further studies in different schools as well. Ah, I see. Or I began my educational learning at the University of Cabaret before moving on to Avalon. Interesting. Indeed. Although, I should, I'm using these phrases for your understanding, of course, for here, Avalon is more commonly referred to as Galarian 1, and Caparat is Galarian 2, or Castrovel is Galarian 2. We should probably at some point compare our known histories, not just our personal ones, but as well as the differences between our uh, essential multiverses. Indeed. For example, tell me, uh, how is Cory doing? Oh. Is, well, he passed a few years ago now. You were not able to save him? I was not there. I see. Things fell out of my control very quickly regarding him. You see uh, the alt family just kind of look down at their tricorder as they start um, examining something, and you see the little, like, their mouth slug tentacle thingy kind of quibbles a little bit before he just nods. And we're going to move over to the engineering bay. Where Altrev is just staring in fascination at this engine. I think this Treb, this our Treb is probably staring at other Trebs staring at the engine, <laughs> trying to see what what they're focusing on, see if there's anything that like they missed when they were looking at it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> this thing is this thing is just absolutely ridiculous. How does does this even work? You know, so far, yes. Sort of. I don't know. Well, what what do you know? As he kind of moves around, poking at it a little bit. I, there's exposed wires. This thing is a safety hazard. Ugh. Well, I'm not surprised that the organic, that the meat bags don't care as much. Get, I'm sure you're in here slaving away, at working at it all the time, while they party and do what else. That is not inaccurate. What do they care for the safety of one of us? There, there are a couple organics who work in the engineering department as well. <laughs> I doubt they know what they're doing. I'm not sure yet. I haven't been working with them long enough to make that assessment. But let me kind of assess back towards you. What can you tell me of this this device, how it works, what it does, how how you came to be here? Well, we haven't had much time to do uh, intentional experimentation. It's all been very uh, slapdash, but I can just show you what happened. And Treble, like, pull a wire out of their head and just offer to just, like, plug in to the other Treb. Um, the other trap will take it, and he will open up a little data port on the back of his neck and plug it into there. Now, um, and yep, you two can begin trading information freely back and forth. So pretty much everything that's happened so far in this stream and podcast, you can pass on to him, and he can he'll pass on some information to you as well. Um, go ahead, and if you don't mind, roll me a computer's check. All right. 22. Um, that is enough that he is definitely hiding things back from you. But there's stuff that he's not sharing or showing. Um, can I tell, like, what that might be in reference to? Um, no, you know, like, like, is it something personal or is it something about the world we're in or? Um, I'll give you, it seems to be, he's trying to, like, only give you certain superficial ideas about him and the others 
like things that he thinks you would just automatically know based on your own interactions with the members of this crew. Um, not actually reveal any deeper details about what it is that, that this crew here, that the alternate crew does for their work and things like that. Uh, Trev would want to try to push if possible. Uh, that will be another computer check. All right. Let's see. 19 on the die for a oh 28. Oh my goodness. That is going to be enough to essentially hack in on this, uh, on him. And you see, like, feel his, like, data, his mental connection kind of twitch a little bit as you kind of gain access and you hear him vaguely saying out loud, why are you, why, why are you pushing in so hard? Uh, and uh, so with this, you are able to learn that, um, so the pack system doesn't exist. There is no, there never was a pact. The Vescarium conquered the pact system. And so all the planets are respective Galarian dash, whatever number or planet from the sun they are. Um, the Vescarium Empire is currently fighting a two front war against the Aslanti and against the Swarm. The crew of the Garot are mercenaries who have been hired by the Vescarium to kind of keep, try and keep the Aslanti off balance. During while they're while the Vescarian focus on fighting off the swarm, and they kind of relish their duty, doing their thing, taking out ships. And it's not always as anti ships that they take out. They are a bit of a rough and tumble pirate mercenary crew. And um, Treb. Buried in the code of this data transfer that he was streaming to you is a virus that he tried to transmit Not to you, but cool. you are able to pass it off, but you are able to uh, partition it off so it won't infect your system. Man, Treb, you gotta use protection. You can't just be taking dongles from the <laughs> <laughs> Um And with that... We're going to move on to back to Brano, according to my tracker here. Jesus. So outside of this debate of about how your name is terrible and that this guy clearly doesn't approve of your decisions to be so martial, do you have anything else you would like to discuss with um, Arkelis 12 or ask him? Uh, no, oddly enough, uh, Bruno has decided that his alternate self is, uh, for lack of a better term, an asshole. And uh, <laughs> simply finds him uninteresting and unenlightened in a social sort of way. Um, he will, at one point during your guys' debate, go on an explanation that the name Arculus 12 came from a, the great philosopher... Norwellan Arculus, in his twelfth work, where he dictated that sentient life must bow down before the greatest intellect in any given situation, and that one will best succeed in life by greater learning and understanding, not wasting your time on picture books for children. Gator turns over to him and says, literally no one asked you that. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> did, did you ask? <clears throat> You're rude. I like you. You're being rude right now. <coughs> and uh, that's going to take us to the Simbers. <laughs> so, Simber would um, lean in and just kind of, I have a place if you want to go. <laughs> Tell me more. I'm interested. Let's just say I want to get to know you better. Oh, yes, I am most interested in getting to know you much, much better as well. So we're going to take the elevator up to Gator's room. <laughs> How do I know? How do I get up there? Uh, just, just, yep. <laughs> Almost there. Just uh, be careful not to tell. Just not. So not eat you yourself go. all the way out the map. <laughs> Goodbye! 
Uh-huh. So, when the two of you get here, to the special hidden room, uh, Altsimber's kind of looking around a little bit. It's like, this is most interesting place. <laughs> and, um, like, step in next to you again, and um, I need you to make me a fortitude save, please. <laughs> yeah, damn right. Ah, the screen keeps moving around. Okay. As he reaches out to touch you. And oh, he misses no. horribly. <laughs> I, do I need to... I guess no, I should... No. no. I was gonna say, do I need to? I mean... <laughs> he reaches out to touch you and just swipes horribly and inefficiently and his other hand draws out a um, knife. A knife? A knife. Alright, I have to do this. I have to put this guy down, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's going to take us yeah. back to our Treb. <laughs> or with you in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I think I think our Treb would uh, disconnect and um, and just look at the other chat and be like, "Why? Why did you try to give me a virus? Not okay. Not okay." Uh, oh, uh, that was that was still in there. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was for a um, a, a, an android that we were trying to capture. That um, yeah, that, that's what that was from. Uh, can I roll a sense motive? Yes, you can. Because I rolled a blight. Don't have a very good sense motive. That is a nat one for a total of two. Oh, oh no. okay. Yeah, that, I, I got a seventeen on bluff. So, yep. Yeah, sorry. I tried to sneak up and plug into his data ports to to stun him, and I guess I forgot the program was still loaded. I, I apologize for that. Hmm. Well. All right. Uh, so what was all that stuff about what you all do for a living? And you see he kind of hesitates for a moment. That's very rude to just hack and force your way in like that. But I'm sorry, you... where I come from, that's okay. <laughs> no, we have to roll. <laughs> Eight, 18 bluff. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. 18 uh, on the die for a total of 18. He doesn't even have sense motive. <laughs> Just roll a straight B20 on this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I see that. That Interesting. Most interesting. No, oh, so no private data. <laughs> yeah, I see. That must be so interesting. <laughs> and yet so cunning. <laughs> Yes, well, we we, ha we do the jobs that have to get the pay. We do the jobs we need to do to get paid. Sometimes they're not yeah. necessarily upright standing jobs, but well, what is really upright and standing doesn't just get you the most authority and strength in this world. Hmm, authority and strength, is that what you, is that what you seek the most? Well, yes, the strongest cocker, that's the, that's the way. The Vescarium conquered the, all these systems around them. They are working to conquer the Swarm and the, and the Aslanti as well. Strength wins out. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I, I prefer to focus on the gathering of knowledge and information, not for the power it can give, though it can grant power, but morally, merely for the sake of the knowledge itself. I mean, knowledge has its place and its purpose in gaining the upper hand of, of over foes. As Demoratash yes. teaches us. Are you a worshipper of Demoratash? Indeed. Who do you worship? Uh, Treb gets kind of quiet for a second and isn't really sure how to answer that question, but then does say... Uh, I I worship Triune. Ah, uh, yes, there are still some robotics who worship the creator of the drift, but the light of the but their worshiping has 
fallen by a little by the wayside. And with this latest issue of no one able to make it into the drift, well, I figure that this church may not be long for our system. Yes, that is a concern. Can you tell me anything that you know about why the drift has been closed off in this universe? Uh, and he opens his mouth to answer, and we move on to Gator. Vanilla. They're just, sit, they're just sitting there arm wrestling. Vanilla. Strawberry. Vanilla. Strawberry. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's, let's uh, do an opposed athletics check. Or, no, opposed strength check for an arm wrestle. Yeah, Gator's just gonna leave over this table. Start strength. <laughs> <laughs> All right, opposed strength. Let's see what happens. Uh, hang on. Wait, strength. Yep, just raw strength. I hate it. <laughs> I rolled a nine. And I rolled a three. Fuck <laughs> you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Uh oh. <laughs> Strawberries. <clears throat> Strawberries better. Gives you bigger muscles and alternate games has something flexes real big. That's why I slammed your head your hand down into this table. That's why I'm winner of this arm wrestling match. That's no Uh, I'm gonna take my my tail. I want it to wrap around his chair and yank it out from underneath him. <laughs> okay. Um, Athletics, acrobatics. Uh, go ahead and roll. I guess athletics. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm just gonna roll this to see if he falls on his ass or not. Ha! You whip the chair out from under him and he like catches himself immediately in half a crouch, rises back up to his full like six and a half feet height. He's giving you a stare down. Hello. Well, I just weren't friendly. Your grandmammy Brenda teach you to try and knock chairs out from under other folks. Never been lost yet. Yeah, I came to that Never down the fight gets back to talking again. Sorry, Grandmammy Brenda, Brenda uh, didn't like it. Grandmammy Brenda didn't like it when I fought, but I needed to bring money to the table. Your grand, your grandmammy Brenda. Seems that seems to be as weak-hearted as you were. She's like that vanilla ice cream. She doesn't want you to fight. She should have taught you better. Taught you that the best way to win at everything is to be the strongest and the best. It knocks his, his sweet tea over on the table. <laughs> I, I do believe it's time for you to go. Just because you're a little wimpy sissy boy that your grandmammy didn't raise right. You gotta get something in your face a little bit. It's time for you to go. It's time for you to leave, sir. Ah, fine. And he'll start making his way out, but the others kind of. Arclis looks at them and shakes his brain in despair. All of you, I meant when I said you, I meant collectively, all of you must leave now. Um, Simber, you're up. Simber, you did. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, Soul Surge. Uh oh. <laughs> Do I get any bonuses? <laughs> um, I don't think so. Hold on. Damn it. <laughs> I don't think that rolled right, though. I don't think it did either. 
because it only took plus one. It's only supposed to take my my key attribute when it's yeah. It should be plus four. Okay. Um, why is it one twenty plus one plus one? Oh, that's one d twenty. Yeah, I don't think that's right. Hang on. Uh, um, how do I? Uh, I think I just fix it. Go ahead and click it again. See what it does this time. If I attack again. Yeah. Okay. There it is. It took okay. it that time. Did it right that time. Cool. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. That'll hit. Uh huh. That's not oh. right. That is That's wrong. Wait a minute. That is entirely wrong. Hold uh, it. Well, well, the good news is it did only show the damage for the 12. But it did 3d8. It just rolled all the dice. It, that, I don't... It did, it. It did, it did uh, that last time, didn't it? So, yeah, some of the look... Some of like the multi-level spells on here yeah. do that occasionally, where it just rolls all the dice, but then only tells you the total for the level you cast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The feeling of panic there. <laughs> I always love to see it. It's just fun. Um, yeah, that Sim Alt Simber does not look too good after that hit. Just, just As basically form my hand, form my hand into a piercer, and then just kind of stab them in the everything. Oh god, yeah, and you just get blood all over the garden up here. They scream out in pain. Yeah. Um so that's go after that we're gonna move to Alt Samley. Um I wanna go back to Gator real quick. Are you just like in that room telling them or are you getting on the commu on the comms and they're telling everybody that the clones need to be it, that the duplicates need to be gone? I think in the immediate he would just be ushering uh Doppelbrano and and Doppelgator out. Uh, because he's not smart enough to just be like, oh yeah, you can just hit a button and talk to people. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so with that in mind, then we go back to the Sam Lees. So by this point, um, Walt Sam Lee has offered you his own blood sample, skin sample, saliva sample, and has asked for yours as well. Uh, yeah, I think um, uh, Sam Lee would yeah, take his own samples and then offer them over <laughs> using his own equipment. Are, are, are you kinky as shit? <laughs> are you suspecting my good friends who are just mercenaries in a vicious vesk world of like potentially trying to hurt you guys or something? I don't know why you everything. No, I think uh, the doctor is just very particular about his own sterilization process, so he. Even though this looks like him, he doesn't really he doesn't know if he also follows the same, you know, doctoral training when it comes to cleaning and sterilizing, so he's making sure he's using his own equipment. That's fair. So he'll like I said, he'll take his own samples, he'll take your own samples, he'll trade them, and he'll start running them through his tricorder. Huh. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I think I need another line to study. Shall we find one of your associates and find one of my associates and take samples of them as well? That seems like the next logical conclusion. Okay, let us. Uh, I believe I. I believe they said they were going to a lounge. If you would show the way there, please. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Walk out. Zoom. And as you're walking down, he would say, um, "Now I feel the best way to get." discourse on to determine the data information here is we have taken a sample from our own universe selves. We should now each take a sample from an alternate universe self. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Let me take yours first. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if there's a way he can... He is kind of paranoid because I feel like he's he would trust that his own equipment would be good enough to run the samples, so it would be weird that he he just thinks it's weird to cross run stuff, I guess. Well, also, I'm paranoid as a player. <laughs> <laughs> well, what he's like what he, what, what he's trying to say is he thinks that so you each have 
taken samples from themselves to then then traded them to examine everything. So now he wants to each to take samples from like be the ones who draw the samples from someone from a different universe. That way, just in case there are any oddities that come that we that you guys might know from your own universes for whatever reason, just because of weird shifts or things like that. I'm explaining this really badly. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, uh, I'm just I, I don't want to do that because I'm paranoid. <laughs> uh, uh, the doctor would be like. Would you not be potentially concerned about virus contaminations from illnesses that we are not potentially immune to from different universes? I would assume your contagions and your universe are quite different from our contagions and our universe. Well, that is certainly a good possibility, but that also is something worth researching and looking into for if we do indeed have different contagions, then perhaps we can find ways to utilize them in emergency cases or to begin preparing uh, cures in case in case a breakout does occur by your mere presence in this universe. Uh, Sam Lee would just hold out another blood sample and be like, wouldn't a blood sample be good enough to test that theory? That is true, though, as I'm sure you are aware, when it comes to trying to te- running tests and examinations of how vi- different viruses or diseases interact with blood, you a single vial would not be near enough, nor would only having a single species sample or different viruses for the same virus will interact with different species in different ways. Does your ship not possess the proper medical facilities to extend samples? outside of a single dosage. Our ship does not have a medical bay like yours, unfortunately. We must carefully transport them in a cooler until we are able to get back to a station that has such facilities available. It sounds like there is risk of uh, DNA degradation then, and it would be best to uh, finish the testing here on our facility. That is a fair point. I just wouldn't. I would just be concerned over if our machinery interacts differently, because who knows what different things beside what differences there are truly are between our two worlds besides just a difference in history. Could I like do a role in here, like a life science or physical science or some sort of role to like back up my line of thinking? Because I'm just concerned <laughs> as a person. <laughs> Yeah, go for it. Uh, I, I'll, I'm confused. Look, I am our our biohacker. Your guy's biohacker. The true Stanley may be a scientist in real life, but GM is most definitely not. <laughs> Ooh, not a great life science rule. That's close to average. Close to close average. to moderate. Um. Okay, so the argument is that you're concerned about degradation of the samples because of not proper storage or testing, correct? As well as contamination from uh, viruses from this universe infecting us or us giving them viruses from our universe, vice versa, that we would not have a proper immune system for. Okay, so with that role... The whole argument about why you should eat dirt sometimes <laughs> because it gives you stuff. Yeah. So with that role, what I'm going to run with on this is you two are kind of debating the whole way and you're making your way, the whole time you're making your way down to the lounge. And you're going to get your just in time as you see the other gator walking out and your and the player gator kind of approaching Arculus 12, just as the alt family agrees. This. That does make the most sense that we should just run our tests here on board your ship. I will. Yeah, obviously, want to scan through your equipment. You couldn't do that from your ships, I'm afraid. Just oh, go ahead and turn, turn around. Gator, yeah. what, what, what's going on, Gator? That one's unkind, and this one's a jerk. Um, they're I don't I don't like them. I don't trust them. They need to leave now. And in the background, you can hear Brino going. 
you have to radically transgress interdisciplinary otherness because we need to repurpose mission critical enduring understandings via thinking, learning, and doing. You can't just think your way out of these conundrums as he and the other. Think your way into this, and I just grab it on by the scruff of its its big brain, <laughs> by the brainstem. <laughs> just pick it up. Yeah, I feel like that would really hurt. That would really hurt a lot too. I feel like that have to like require an attack roll to grapple or something. Okay. Miss <laughs> my arm. That will not be enough to grapple. You have to go. Now. So, all gears are already leaving. At this point, Arclus, like, they definitely definitely dodge out of the way if you attempt to, like, grab him by the neck and strang start strangling him. Well, I have never been so insulted. These friends of yours are absolute malignant brutes. <clears throat> and he... As much as a floating brain can, like, huffily walk away, he'd manage to pull that off. He's he's a like no legs dangling. If that is the worst he has ever been insulted, he has had a very short existence. Ah. asshole, though. And uh, Alt Samley is just, uh, well, I cannot believe this is how my friends are being treated. I thought that your crew would be more open to discourse than, like, you were. And he is also beginning to make his way out. Um, as he reaches right about here, you do notice a something slips out of his hand as if he had been trying to palm it really quick. And it just tingles to the ground, but he does not seem to notice as he continues walking out of the way. Um, we will get back to that. Uh, let's go to the Trebs. Like he accidentally dropped something? He seems to have accidentally dropped something. To the Trebs! Uh, so Treb had just asked what alternate Treb knew about the Drift Crisis in this universe. Yep. I do not... I don't really know anything about a Drift Crisis, you said? I mean, that, that's certainly an apt phrase for what's going on right now. About, uh, I'd say, a week ago now, all of a sudden, no one was able to go into the drift. It just seemed like it just abandoned, stopped working altogether. There's all out from that. Oh, go ahead. And then, well, I guess because we were... Uh, I mean, I, from what I gathered from what you had shared with me, that that's about the time that all of you showed up from, well, not here, obviously. And I'll be honest, I'm rather concerned that this, you may have something to do with You may have some, was hoping you had some understanding of to why it suddenly stopped working when you appeared. No, but I'm trying to solve the same mystery. It is truly alarming. And well, I wonder if it has something to do with this bizarre engine you have here that's cobbled together from bits and bot. And he kind of cuts off a little bit as his communicator starts to beep. It seems that. It seems that our, my crewmate's welcome has worn thin here as they are being asked to depart. Will you join them? You could come with us, help us solve this mystery. He kind of looks at you for a long moment before shaking his head. No, I need to continue. If we are returning to our ship, then I assume that there, that means we have, would also have more work to do. And quite frankly, those, me, and quite frankly, I don't trust them to disconnect our ships from each other without accidentally breaking something without me on board. Understandable. Well, if that is your decision, so be it. Is there anything else that you could offer in regards to the 
maybe the fallout in your reality since the drift has gone down or any information that you have that could be useful? I mean, with the drift down, interstellar communications are grinding to a halt, and, well, we have no idea what's going on with the wars either against the Atlante or with the Swarm, so kind of at a standstill in terms of those and hope that whatever Vescarium operations are ongoing, they will be able to handle them and, well, that this drift will resume. It's working soon enough. Uh, as soon as Alt-Treb starts talking about the, like, wars... Uh, this our universe's Treb just stops listening and goes and starts working and starts working on the engine again and just like <laughs> okay well take care. <laughs> All right. Um, so that is four out of five. Departing takes us back up here to the garden. Simber, your your doppelganger is just like staring at you, looking none too good, none too good. And uh, they are going to cast their own spell as their mouth just opens up incredibly wide and they go to take a chomp out of you. I'm just gonna roll this for the plus to hit. I think that's gonna be a miss. Kaz, you there? I have like three mute buttons and I keep forgetting which one I hit. What's <laughs> <laughs> I get yeah, nice I, I said, oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> I had similar ideas. <laughs> so now I missed it. So um, they will just kind of growl through their massive mouth of teeth and it's going to be your turn. Really? Yep. Well, let's, um, <laughs> do something similar. So how do yeah. I make... Just go ahead and roll your, um, tactical baton attack. It's going to be the same thing. Modifier. Okay. Oh, yeah. That will be a hit. I... <laughs> now I need uh, just a forward slash d four r slash d forward slash r d four. Oh yes, describe your kill. Oh. So <laughs> when the other Simber kind of goes for the chomp, mine would reach over and grab the lesser Simber by the throat, pulling up the face value and going, I've always wondered what it would be like to eat myself. And then mouth <laughs> red open and then just... <laughs> yep. <laughs> and as ever... <laughs> a red and black accretion disc spawns across your body as just this dark green blood from eating yourself just starts dribbling down your mouth a little bit. And um, what do you taste like? Um, like if you made a blood sausage out of celery. I'm the most omnivorous person I know, and I don't think I need that. I'm I'm really not sure how to take that. I'm dying. That might have, like, the worst textures I've ever imagined in a food. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Like... Oh... You get okay. those strings of blood sausage just stuck in between your teeth all day. So, so um, um, yeah, there will be nothing left, by the way, when I'm done. Is However, I am happy that I'm going to have a new knife. Oh, I mean, if you strip the body off, um, you get a couple things actually. 
I'm going to, yes. I'm going to prepare my meal. <laughs> and finish um, eating it. Put, put some peanut butter or raisins on top of it. <laughs> ah, yes. Peanut butter and sauerkraut on top of the celery blood oh, sauce. Gosh. That's an image I don't need. Um, yeah, so you, uh, you get a switchblade tactical. Ooh. A sting pistol ant. And regimental dress mark one. Okay, I'm not sure where to put that in my inventory or how to add it to my inventory. Oh, there we go. Weapons there. add. Got it. I mean, it's all equipment. You can search and drag it onto your sheet from there. Ah. <sighs> yep. Okay. And um, wow, we do that. And with that gruesome scene underway here, uh, let's take a <laughs> quick five-minute break. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know eating or doppelganger was an option. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, trust me, when the Simbers saw each other, it was never not an option. listening to Dude Where's My Drift, an actual play podcast for the Starfinder RPG system. Starfinder and all associated art and setting is a trademark owned by Paizo Incorporated and used with permission, you monster. <laughs>